0: So today's episode is about Gojin Yamaguchi. Before I start this program, I want to say that we are recording during a thunderstorm here in South Florida. So if you get a little thunder during one of our sentences, hopefully it comes at the most opportune moment, right? Yes. But I will try to cut it out. So have some understanding that we are not in a soundproof booth. Maybe one day we should take a picture of our recording area and tweet it up. Mm -hmm. Just saying. That'd be cool. And on that note.
1: This is Wildcat. Dojo Conversations.
0: Hi, we're back and we have a new guest today. Yes, we do. But
2: first, I'm Sensei Jackie. And in case you didn't know it, she is Sensei Michelle.
3: Who's she? (laughs) Sorry about that, guys. I meant to say it. And I'm Landon, back home from camp in this hot South Florida weather. Uh, Us. It is the dog days of summer down here. You know, Sensei, one of the things people could write us about is to tell us how great their weather is and just make us jealous.
0: This is true, my friend.
3: Us. They could do that at Wildcat Dojo all over the web. There's Wildcat Dojo Conversations on Instagram, and there's Dojo Conversations at AOL.com. True. And you know what's cool? What, Sensei? If they go to our YouTube
0: page, Wildcat Dojo... They'll see our guest, today's guest, doing a kata that he built. Us. So let's
2: introduce
0: him already. Us. <laughs> Finally, drum roll, please. Today, we're with our good and a very old friend, Sensei Rob. Hi, Sensei, and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Sensei Michelle. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: We are so happy to have you. Us. You have experience in a bunch of different dojos over your 40 years in karate, and because you've moved from place to place, it'll be nice to have that perspective on today's show.
3: Yes.
1: Thank you, Sensei.
0: Another day, maybe we'll have a show where you just share some of your memories from some of your different karate adventures. Sounds like a good idea, right, guys? Sounds like a great idea. Anytime. Okay, let's get to it. We've been looking at the teachers of Peter Urban. So today's episode is about one of the three teachers, Gojin Yamaguchi. We just did an episode on Masoyama, and we got some great listener mail on that. Including the fact that Sensei James shares a birthday with Mr. Oyama. I'm torn between saying thanks for the note, Sensei James, and making a joke that he does share the day, but not the
3: year. The humor, the humor, the humor. (laughs) Sensei James was on our episode about Musashi. And let's use that as our archives episode at the end of August, because August has five Mondays.
0: Man, that's a good idea.
3: Okay, seriously, are you guys ready to get going? I think so.
0: Did you remember we're still talking about Gojin Yamaguchi? Really? I'm going to start with a controversy. A
3: controversy? And I didn't get it? This is a weird day. It's hard to believe, right? Uh, Us.
0: But here goes. I ran up against one site. And they are adamant about the idea that Gojin Yamaguchi's title as the head of Goji Ryu Karate in Japan was not sanctioned by Chojin Miyagi. We'll discuss some details as we proceed. But from my personal experience, I can tell you that relationships between adult students and their teachers in something as intense and passionate-filled as what we do, it's a volatile situation. Don't you guys think so? And multi-layered, Sensei. Good one. I agree. And history tells the story that it tells, doesn't it? For sure. So let's just look at the man and the myth. Let's enjoy the stories and the fact that people were training and pushing on and that that's what brought us all here today. I love the phrase pushing on. It's so superior to being frozen in position or to atrophying by falling back. That's right. Okay. Where are we picking it up? Let's start by mentioning our
2: sources. Smart move. Well, once again, we relied on Hanchi Malinowski's blog. Us. And also an article from Black Belt Magazine. They profiled Yamaguchi in 1966 and then re-ran the article in 2016. That's right. And then there was an hour-long video on YouTube put out by the official Goju Ru site. They actually call themselves the official Goju Ru site. Yikes.
3: Let's get started with some trivia. Are you starting me out, Landon? Yes, Sensei. Can I start with his nickname? Let's do it. As many of you know, he's known as the cat. And even on that note, people have four different theories on why. Some say the G.I.s gave him that name because he was soft-footed in the dojo.
1: Right. And others say it was the hair. It looks like a lion's mane.
3: That's what I always thought it was. And still
2: others think it was because he fought out of cat stance using that front kick to keep people at
0: legs' length. I've known people who fought like that. Have any of you ever fought that way? Occasionally. And I do not fight that way, Sensei. I do not, Sensei. It works good for somebody who constantly tries to rush you. Us. Okay, moving on. We have a few random facts that we thought were worth repeating. Are you going to start me out on this one, Sensei Rob?
1: Us. He was a small man, just over 5 feet tall, and in his prime weighed 160 pounds. His other education included the law and a fifth-degree black belt in Judo. And one more thing, some people describe him as both domineering and humorless.
2: Well, that's a lot of different ways to describe him. But all sources agree that he became a Shinto
3: priest. That is very true, Sensei. And some think it was his life as a Shinto priest that propagated his belief in the practice of calm meditation. We all love some good meditation.
1: Yes. Very important.
0: I'm a few minutes every day kind of person. Do you have a routine that you do?
1: I do. Every morning I wake up and I meditate for at least one hour to two hours with prayer, clearing my wow. mind, manifesting what I want to be a creator.
0: One or two hours is impressive.
2: Ooh, sure is to me. I'm really much more three to five minute
0: person mm-hmm. in focused meditation. Okay, Sensei Rob, take us home.
1: Well, all sources say he loved training outdoors in winter.
0: Oh, another hot button issue or frozen issue Us. is training in the weather. Mm. We've all done it. Yes, we Us. have, Sensei. I don't know what to say. I don't know that I would say loved it. Well, Florida winters aren't bad.
3: Ah, ha, ha.
0: But if you're out there, like I was out there the other day training for just one hour in Ooh. this heat. Terrible. And the training ended at 11 in the morning. I still had the heat headache 12 hours later.
1: The heat's terrible.
0: Us. Even though I did what I could to make it go away. Yeah. So it's, it's a dangerous business us. to be out in the weather too, too much. That's so true. There's really no super smooth way for me to lead us into the beginning and the end of Master Yamaguchi's life. So just start me out here, please.
3: Oh, Sensei. He was born on the Kyushu Island of Japan in 1909 and had nine siblings. And he died on May 20th, 1989, of acute heart failure. And by the way, thank you to Sensei Randy for finding out how he died on Japanese Wikipedia. And now we know yet another arm of Wikipedia. Wikipedia Wikipedia's an octopus. That's it,
0: Wikipedia is everywhere. And we looked for his cause of death, but we couldn't find it. So I was talking to Sensei Randy about it one day and he looked it up for me that very night and sent it over. That was so nice, right guys? Us, us. Also, I recently found a flyer that Sensei Peg, now that is my teacher's wife and a black belt in her own right, she sent out when Master Yamaguchi died. I'm trying to scan that flyer and we're going to put it up on our Twitter page. We'll see how that goes. Us. And with that, we're going to move on to his childhood. Us. He spent time training in... Jigenru
2: and Kenjutsu. And as a teen, he moved to Kyoto and started training while at Ritsumeikan University. And that is where he heard about Goju Karate and Choju Miyagi.
1: Us. I read something about how the two men met. According to Black Belt Magazine, Sensei Yamaguchi wrote Master Miyagi and invited him to Japan. So Mr. Miyagi traveled from Naha, Okinawa to Kyoto, Japan. You know what, Sensei Michelle? What? It's probably a good idea to mention for those who don't know that Miyagi started Goju Karate in Okinawa in the 1920s.
0: Thanks for doing that. That was smart.
1: And it was the first style to be named after the characteristics of the style instead of the city or the prefecture where it was studied.
2: We heard that story so many times over the years. And I saw one very old source that said Miyagi used the third line of the eight poems of The Fist to name the goju style. The line reads, The way of inhaling and exhaling is hardness and softness.
0: That's interesting. But I don't want to get too distracted with that poem or eight poems. Let's just keep pushing on with more Sensei Yamaguchi stories.
4: Uh, Sensei, I'm just saying that I'm jumping into the controversial part with this note. Both the Black Belt Magazine article and Hanshi Malinowski's blog agree that Chojun Miyagi left Goju Yamaguchi in charge when he, Chojun
3: Miyagi, returned to Okinawa. We already discussed the naysayers when this episode opened. So one way or the other, Master Yamaguchi started to propagate
4: Goju ru on mainland Japan. That's right. And according to the magazine article, Mr. Yamaguchi was responsible for adding freestyle sparring to training and then to competition. The article went on to say that he set up competition sparring based on the rules of kendo competition, emphasizing form and limiting target areas as well as allowing only kicks and punches, no knees, elbows, or claws. Claws. The claws are intensely important in reality. I agree.
3: Right? Also, at least in this one, there's no spitting rule like we've <laughs> had, like we've had
4: in the past. I forgot the spitting rule. In MMA, spitting is not allowed. Just letting you know, or at least in one of their sets of rules. Yes. But back to sparring. From the one-hour video, we learned that Master Yamaguchi added, and I'm quoting here, a front leg harassment kick to sparring, using the front leg front kick from the cat stance, almost like a jab to keep an opponent away. And we did mention that a few minutes ago as to one of the reasons why he was known as the cat. Yes. yes.
1: That is interesting. The same video says that he added fluidity to the goju system because he thought it was too static
4: sounds like an opening for another controversy i'm just saying <laughs> he whispers
1: true but master collegian used to teach us his students who ran the dojo, that goju is the system and we are the style
4: i remember that i do too and frankly it is true yes Have we ever mentioned that Master Collegian created over 100 black belts? I just don't think we have mentioned it. I don't think so, Sensei. And that he has had as many as 25 dojo locations training at the same time. All over the country. Uh, But before we push on, Sensei, can I add something about Master Miyagi that we read in Hanchi Malinowski's blog? Please do. He says that the first Kyoshi rank, 10th degree rank, was given by the Budo Kukai and it was given to Chojo Miyagi, the founder of Goju. And he adds that Master Miyagi never gave Don ranking to anyone. He believed that only a member of the royal family could grant rank. Two of his students were granted Renshi rank by the Budokukai. Wow. That reminds me of the rift between Master Urban and Master Yamaguchi. And of course, I'm referring to our Peter Urban episode and how Master Yamaguchi's beliefs made it impossible for him to promote Peter Urban to the higher ranks. Everyone will have to go back and listen for that. I agree. That was a good one. Yes. Okay, on we go. Let's move to the mid-1900s, the war times. Yes. Records say that in about the year 1939, Mr. Yamaguchi was sent to Manchuria as a government official. Right. And after the war between Russia and Japan, he was imprisoned. The Black Belt Magazine article says that he sent his wife away so she and her child would be safe. And his wife walked to another village for safety, and she had her third child while her husband was in prison.
1: The same article says that while he was in prison and the Russians found out who he was, they had him training the guards. The article says, and I am quoting here, imagine the contrast of a prisoner being a sensei to the students.
0: I am having trouble imagining that. It's an odd relationship. Speaking of complex. Yes, for sure. In case anybody wanted to look up more stuff, there's a movie other than the video that we saw. And there's a book, both about Master Yamaguchi. Tell me about them.
3: Us. I'll talk about the book. It's an autobiography called Karate goju by Goju Yamaguchi. I saw there was only one on eBay for $30 plus shipping. So who knows if it's still there?
0: But Sensei Rob and I have both seen it online for way more than $30. So if it is there and a person was interested, they should grab it up, right? Yes. I'll take the video. I
2: found it online. It's called the cat, Gojin Yamaguchi. In it, there were different
0: things about his life. One was his affinity for mountain training. Which we mentioned. Well, we mentioned the snow in the winter, so that goes with the mountains, right? Yes. And of course, there is the famous picture of him doing kata under the waterfall.
3: Us, and we're going to try and put that on our Twitter page as well. Okay, let's move
0: on to when he came home after being released from prison. Us, Sensei. I'll start
1: this one. The magazine said it was about 1947, and when he arrived home, Japan was chaotic, and the karate dojo was a mess. He set to work organizing and promoting. Some sources say that his wife, Midori, is a huge part of success in the karate after the war.
0: That sounds kind of like Sensei Peg to Master Collegian. I agree. Some of my best karate memories include traveling around the country with Sensei Peg and the briefcase full of the necessary things to run an event, right? Yes. Oh, yes. She Kept was, them with her on the plane. She was lovely. Yeah, carry on, of course. Yes. There's a lot of other bullets from that time period. Let's name some.
1: I'll go first, Sensei. He started back at his dojo and eventually he turned it into a sprawling room. And that's a quote from the article in Black Belt magazine.
3: Us. And by 1966, they said that he headed the most financially successful karate system in Japan, consisting of 1,200 dojos and 600,000 students. That's the size of the second largest school district in the United States. So think about that for a second. So I just want to say that when we
0: read that, that's what they said. There is really no evidence, just like there was no evidence that Masoyama had the worldwide training going on when we did his episode. But either way, don't you love it when there are people out there doing karate? Us. Us. So whether it is six, 600 or 600,000, excellent, right? Us. Let's jump back to that video we saw and let's bring up that there was a lot of kata done on that video, including kata done at Master Yamaguchi's funeral. And some of that was done by one of his sons. He had three sons, two daughters,
2: and two wives. And we read where everyone did karate. In fact, his daughter
0: was an all-Japan kata champion for many years. That's a cool fact. I want to mention one more thing from the video. It's a poem called The Five Secrets of goju Ryu" by Master Yamaguchi. Will you please read that for me, Sensei Rob?
1: Uh, Sensei Michelle. One, when the time is right, move quickly. Two, maintain a sound, calm mind. Three, be light in body. Four, have a clever mind. Five, master the basics.
0: All of those can be challenging at different points in life, right? Us. Yes, for I sure. Get. But before we get to our Honor Athletics ad, can I say that I've never seen a poem written with numbers in front of it before?
3: Us. And this not have it in stanzas
0: that's that's interesting isn't it it's very interesting because it's not haiku they did call it a poem though and it's great advice for anybody in training or frankly anybody in life how wonderful is it to have a calm mind us right everything about it's important or to be quick to seize an opportunity us Ah. these are great things which means i'm going to seize this opportunity to talk about
3: Honor Uh, Athletics, of of course. course. And you can master the basics. Number five, (laughs) with equipment from Honor Athletics, of course. Good one, right? Yes.
0: Uh, And you can reach them at honorathletics.com. Or
2: by text or phone, 770-945-5150.
3: And don't forget, when you call or order online, mention Wildcat Dojo for your 10% discount. Thanks to everyone involved,
0: shoppers, and Cynthia, a wonderful, wonderful woman. Okay, we always finish up these episodes with quotes, and we have a few today. Are you going first, Sensei?
1: Uh, Sensei Michelle, it's easy to listen to what you are taught, but it's difficult to find what you have within yourself and master it on your own.
3: I like that one. Uh, That's a great one. And I'll share this one. It is not the number of kata you know but the substance of the kata you have acquired. I
0: love that one.
3: It really Uh, fits with Fidze Rob's. It
0: does. And also I have spent a lot of time recently trying to remind students and people going into black belt testing, more is just more Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and quality is quality. Do not confuse those things. Uh, And to that end, a
2: man who has attained mastery of his art reveals it in his every
0: action. I love the idea that 800 years ago, people realized that you take the dojo with you everywhere you go. Me too. That in fact you are the dojo. You are. That's correct. Us. So I'm not going to do a quote. I'm going to add a couple of things I read, like I did for Master Oyama, that humanize Mr. Yamaguchi. Us. us. And I got them from the video. First off, they told us that the hakimaki, which is the headband that we still wear in the dojo today. It stands for hard work in the Japanese culture. And all of Master Yamaguchi's students would wear them. I like that one. I Thank like that too. very much. But this one's my favorite. Are you ready? Us. Socializing after training. And that was the term they used. Socializing after training was very important. It was known as the kompai party, the dry cup or the drink up party. When they talked about it, they showed a video of all the students sitting around and drinking sake after training. Now that I would like to be a fly on the wall for. us, us, Right? Best. Good grief. And they do remind me of other things that have happened in our dojos. Many Best. things. Traditions and- move on. Okay. On that note, I have to thank Sensei Rob for being here.
1: Thank you for inviting me. It was great seeing you guys.
0: Yes. It was really fun. It was very fun, very fun, as it always is.
1: As Sensei would say, if you're not having fun, it's not worth doing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We mentioned that one. I know we have because we we love that saying. I don't want to go if I can't have fun. Yes, we've definitely said that. Yes. All right, Sensei Jackie, start me out.
3: Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you next week. Bye, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. And on that,
0: I'm signing out.
4: Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.